You're welcome to this episode of Always Fragrance, a teaching podcast committed to spreading the fragrance of the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ to every part of the world. And in today's teaching, we join Toby as he continues in the study of the book of Matthew. We hope you'll be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. It's another wonderful time of the study of God's Word on Always Fragrance Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. And if you have not checked on our new website, alwaysfragrance.com, please do. There are exciting things for you on that website. And um, I also appreciate your feedback. You can always send in a comment, a shout out, a question a rebuke, a reproof, whatever it is that you have. Send it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even on the website, email, whatever platform is comfortable for you. I will show love to hear from you. And of course, I will respond to every shout out, question, comment, or whatever it is that you have. Today, we continue in Matthew chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 3 in verse 4. We study verse 1 explicitly, verse 2, verse 3, now we are in verse 4. And verse 4 is a bit different because the purpose of verse 4 is again a similar one to that of verse 3. In verse 3, quoted from Isaiah saying that this John the Baptist is the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, repair the way of the Lord. And we saw that Matthew the evangelist in his gospel is very quick to reiterate that the New Testament events is a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecies. But here in verse 4, he established subtly rather, now not explicitly like in verse 3, but subtly that John the Baptist again fulfills Old Testament prophecy, but this time the prophecy of Malachi the prophet in Malachi chapter 4 verse 5 to 6 Jesus himself established that Malachi 4 5 to 6 is speaking about John the Baptist but here in one verse in a rather illustrative way Matthew established that this John the Baptist fulfilled Malachi's prophecy now what is in verse 4 he says now John himself had a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist and his food was locusts and wild honey. So here he described who John the Baptist was, what his fashion was like and what his diet was like. Now why would he pick on what he wears and what he eats? Obviously he picked on what John the Baptist was wearing and what John the Baptist would heed on a regular day because these two points to something that we cannot overlook if we are going to talk about John the Baptist. And this is about John the Baptist fulfilling the prophecy of Malachi the prophet. Malachi the prophet had prophesied that in those days there would be someone that would come in the spirit and power of Elijah, who would lead men to repentance, changing the hearts of fathers, changing the hearts of sons. And John the Baptist is that Elijah. How is John the Baptist that Elijah? 
That is what Matthew is establishing here in verse 4. John the Baptist dressing. Let's take that first. He will dress in a camel's hair. A camel's hair is one of the roughest and the most crude garments that you can wear in those days. It doesn't have much deficit. It's not uh, the glamorous garment. The evangelist describing John to wear this garment is not just something out of the blues, but something describing him as someone that is coming in the spirit of Elijah. If you would turn with me to the book of 2 Kings, chapter 1, verse 8. And they answered him. Oh, let's start from verse 7 so that we could get a clearer picture. He said, And they said unto him, What manner of man was he which came up to meet you and told you these words? So the person answered, that the guy that came to meet me is a hairy man. He has gills of leather around his loins. And when he described him, described a kind of dress he was wearing, those to whom he was describing the man to could deduce from the fashion that is Elijah the prophet just by describing his fashion. So if Matthew now described that this John the Baptist has this fashion, they would know that is what Elijah was wearing, a camel's hair and a leather belt round his loins, a belt made out of leather. His garment was sort of rough, common to prophets, and it is very similar to Elijah's dressing. And John the Baptist is he that will come in the spirit and power of Elijah. In fact, in Luke chapter 1, verse 17, when they were prophesying about John the Baptist, Luke 1, 17 says, And he shall go before him, going before Jesus, it means, in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people for the Lord. So, this is the prophecy that has been spoken of John the Baptist. And Matthew is saying that John the Baptist is fulfilling that prophecy, not just by heralding that Jesus is coming and that the people should repent, but he will also fulfill the prophecy of him being in the spirit and power of Elijah, wearing the fashion of Elijah, having the same dress sense with Elijah, a camel hair, and a leather belt. And not just that, Zechariah 13 verse 4 established that this fashion is a fashion that is common to prophets of old. Do you now see why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 that John the Baptist is the greatest of all the prophets of the old? John the Baptist is the cap, is the grand finale of the Old Testament prophets. John the Baptist is a representation, a symbol, and the round off of all the prophets of old. A perfect example, a perfect symbol, a fulfillment of prophecy and a cap on that prophetic dispensation. He had a leather belt round his waist. Could also signify his readiness 
To be the herald, to be guarded with belt, means that you are not sluggish, means that you are ready, you are prepared. A man that does not have his loins guarded is a man that is shabby, unprepared, not ready. But that is not John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a man that was ready to be an herald. He was that voice constantly beaming out of the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. And that is the perfect example of the prophet. A prophet is someone that is always ready to declare the mind of God. A prophet is someone that is not sluggish in conveying what the mind of God is to the people. And that is why John the Baptist is the representation of the Old Testament prophet, the cap, the finale, the grand finale of the Old Testament prophetic movement. Now, John the Baptist also ate locust. Locust is the food of the common people. He also ate of wild honey. But more than that, the length and breadth of this particular verse is that John's fashion, John's diet, coupled with his voice in the wilderness, would reenact the days and the ministry of Elijah the prophet, fulfilling prophecy in Malachi chapter 4 verse 5 to 6. These details are important not just because they are good to know, but this would stress the fact that every detail in scripture is not just there to fill in the spaces, but they are there for certain reasons. They are importantly placed there and carefully placed there to fulfill some certain purpose, which of course would bear on this particular verse the fulfillment of prophecy. These particular details is being put here to underline the fact that prophecies is being fulfilled. And the fulfillment of prophecy is a significant evidence that validates the credibility and the supernatural inspiration of the whole testament portion of the Bible. When the Spirit of God moved men of old to give specific and certain predictions, and these predictions were fulfilled hundreds of years later, would show that the whole testament is truly supernatural and the events of the new testament are truly non-coincidental but orchestrated by the mighty hand of our sovereign god while jesus fulfilled prophecies of old the circumstances that surrounded his birth also fulfilled the prophecies of old is in the massacre of innocent children by herod or even his forerunner john the baptist the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy is stunning in types and antitypes in foreshadowing. Particularly, Elijah is seen here as foreshadowing John the Baptist. Elijah is seen as being a picture and a type of an herald who actually is John the Baptist in this context. A foreshadowing is a literary device that anticipates important future events. And Elijah is that figure, is that person that anticipates the future manifestation of John the Baptist who would be the herald, 
the forerunner of the Messiah, who is Jesus Christ. A foreshadow demonstrates the beauty and drama of a sophisticated narrative. And this is what John the Baptist plays out in this explanation. He wears camel skins, he wears leather belt, he eats locust and honey. And if you just tell an average man familiar with Old Testament scripture that this is what John the Baptist wears, this is what John the Baptist eats, they will say, wow, that looks so much like Elijah. And that is why I'm bringing this word to you today to encourage you that the scriptures that you know, the scriptures that you believe in, is not some caricatured literature, it's not something put together by some men to sink some naive people into the habits of religion, but it is what has been written, inspired by the Spirit of God to establish us in the face in faith of the Son of God, to bring us all to salvation that can only be found in the person and ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you believe the scripture is the word of God? If not, you need to, because in that scripture is eternal life. In that scripture is where you will know who God is and how you can have a relationship with him. The scriptures is the revelation of God to man, and it is true. Thank you for joining us in today's teaching session. We believe strongly that you were immensely blessed by the sharing of the Word of God. For more information and inquiries, you can reach us on our Facebook page, Always Fragrance, and on our Instagram page. We'll be delighted to connect with you. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in an expository teaching on the book of Matthew. Till then, remain ever blessed.